Welcome to Double Fries No Slaw. It is TJ Pittenger, Richie Barnes. Whew, heard an echo there for a minute. And we are back with you guys for another undefeated episode. Um, if you're watching this, if you're listening, hit the subscribe button that's right under Richie's arm, right under the Double Fries logo there, and uh, hit the share button if you're live with us or watching on replay. Richie, a great day of college football that we'll talk about here in a little bit, but how has your weekend been? Oh, it's been phenomenal. My uh, my Bama fan wife damn near had a heart attack last night uh, or yesterday afternoon, but you know they, they pulled it out. But yeah, what a phenomenal week of college football. Uh, man, it, if you were not just glued to your couch yesterday, I feel bad for you because you missed a lot of great stuff. Yeah, no, it was a ton of fun. Um, we'll, we'll talk about how some of it impacts FSU, how um, what we kind of took away from some different things. We'll answer any questions. If you guys have questions or anything that you want to hear from us on, any comments, you can utilize the super chat. You don't have to, but utilizing the super chat would be a, a way to guarantee that we will uh, get to your question and get to it. Um, if you're again, if you're watching, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, hit the share button, all those things, and we'll get after it. Uh, Double fries, no slaw brought to you by Guthrie's in Tallahassee. You can visit both their locations at 1818 West Tennessee Street and 2550 North Monroe. Make sure you tell them Double Fries No Saw sent you. We haven't been here together since the game last week. Obviously, we didn't have a show, a regular show, because of the uh, game being on a Sunday, and then by the time we both got home late on Monday night, just didn't – Tuesday sorry, morning Sunday, here. Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday. It just didn't really work out. I did a quick reaction. I did throw that up, so if you, did, if you missed it, you can go check that out. Actually, it wasn't quick. It was like an hour and 20 minutes, but I did a reaction, but I'm glad to be back here with Richie. We haven't had a chance to talk about this since we've been back. Had a great time out of the tailgate. Guthrie's absolutely hooked it up. Um, I was I was frying chicken with Harlan at 8 a.m. on Sunday morning before the game. Shout out to my guy, Cracking Calamari, 12-mile limit bar. Um, but shout out Guthrie's who always, always, always hooks it up. Um, I might be looking at going to Tallahassee at the uh, for the weight game. And if I do, you know I'm going to stop by there. Guthrie's also has some NIL stuff that should be – popping off in the next week or two. We'll see how that goes. Kind of a multi-sport approach that they've got coming here shortly. So shout out Guthrie's. They've been with us since the beginning and we appreciate them. Make sure that you are going by Guthrie's to get in your box. Double fries, no slaw. Okay, Richie, Florida State on a bye week this week. We kind of teased this with the thumbnail, with the title. I, I We'll jump right into it. I think Florida State won the bye week. First of all, I think they won the bye week because – Nothing negative happened for FSU. There were no uh, embarrassing social media gaffes. Nobody got hurt dancing in a hotel room <laughs> or just going crazy. Nobody got in trouble legally. Like there were just overall, I think it was a good week for FSU. Um, some guys are getting healthy. We'll talk about some injuries here. But um, before we get to some of the other games and maybe how they packed FSU around the horn or anything like that what are your thoughts on the bye week every it's no news is good news right well it florida state broke the internet dropping those white uniforms on uh friday morning man i, I don't think anybody expected that and you know it like you said it, like, there was no gaffes or anything like that they did what they did uh they kind of stayed under the radar but yeah when those white uniforms hit the timeline that was like that's all my t twitter feed was was people talking about the uniforms um and then the Football yesterday, obviously, uh, a lot of good results if you're a Florida State fan. And, yeah, I think Florida State absolutely won the bye week. 
yeah, it was really, really cool um, to see us not do anything, right? No news is good news. Um, and I'm really glad that we uh, we got out of there uh, with a win. There were some injury concerns coming out of the LSU game that I know people are somewhat worried about. Um, I'm hearing good things that some things are progressing and some, some people are getting back and look a little bit better. Um, I feel fairly confident that you'll, you'll have your full complement of wide receivers out there, not Winston Ryan. I think that's still a, a little bit of ways, but I think you'll have your full complement of receivers. I think tomorrow's depth chart will be really, really interesting. We'll jump on and do a quick spaces tomorrow once that goes live. But, um, I think Florida State's going to be in a pretty good position. Obviously, Fabo uh, tweeted that he was good. I think, again, you'll see him on the depth chart. I know there was some worry around Deloach. But I think Florida State gets out of one of the more physical games that they're going to play in LSU and does it relatively healthy. So pretty good news there, right? Can't complain about that. Absolutely. And like you mentioned, just – Th- this bye week, the week zero game was was just genius by Florida State to schedule that, right? To, to allow yourself to have two bye weeks, uh, one after a very physical LSU game. I think that was huge for Florida State. Let the guys that got banged up get healthy. You know, Jordan Travis was pretty banged up. You didn't hear a lot about it, but he was not feeling great after that game. Um, he's feeling much better now. I, I think this bye week came at the perfect time. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens Friday night. We're uh, just a quick scheduling note. We will be doing our preview show Wednesday this week. TJ is actually going up to Louisville uh, for the game. Going to hit the Bourbon Trail, all that stuff, TJ? From Bourbon Street to Bourbon Trail. Oh, shoot, I shouldn't have said that because it's like a really good title for something later. <laughs> Somebody's going to steal that. Somebody in FSU, like right. some podcast is going to come out and say that, but just attribute me and you guys can say it. But uh, yeah, <laughs> excited to go up there. Knowles 247, Brendan Sinone, and I am my buddy Ben. Josh Newberg. Newberg's going. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, and then my other guy Pops is, is going as well. So should be a lot of fun, man. I, I'm excited for that game. We can kind of transition into talking about that. I want to give Gramco a shout out real quick. And then we can talk about that Louisville game. But yeah, I think tomorrow's depth chart will be interesting. Seeing who's listed there. Seeing who's available there. And, and then we'll kind of see. We'll, we'll kind of go from there. Um, Thegramco.com. We'll talk about Louisville. And that game, just a little bit. Again, our preview show will be Wednesday night. I'll be at Bay Cannon. Rich will be drinking some Bay Cannon. And so we'll have a good time with that. Um, thegramco.com, you can use DFNS25. No medical card is needed. They are the absolute leaders when it comes to Delta 8, which is all hemp-derived THC products from the gummies to the hard candies to the wake and bake coffee, whatever you need from a Delta 8 standpoint. Go right now to thegramco.com. DFNS 25 will save you 25% off. Get that in time for next Friday. Real Get it for Saturday. Here. Get it for Real Saturday quick. because when we're relaxing up 3-0, that's the perfect thing to have is, is gummies on Saturdays. Yeah, so yesterday, I actually had an order out for delivery yesterday uh, during the Bama-Texas game, and my wife was like, where is this Gramco? I need one right now. And it didn't get here until after the game, <laughs> but as soon as it got here, she took it, and yeah, she, she calmed down a little bit. I'm like, Babe, you got the win. Just be happy. It was a great game. But yeah, she, uh, the Graham Co. did her, helped her settle down a lot last night. I love it. I love it. So thegramco.com, good, good stuff. Um, are we getting over our skis saying that Florida State is back? I don't want to be like Miami saying that I've not said Florida State's back. No, no. So I'll say that. Like, I don't know who's saying that Florida State's back. To me, back is the 90s. Back is 
10 win seasons every Back single year. ACC That's, championships yeah. and playoff appearances. Yeah. Yeah. So We're not there. <laughs> that I don't know who's saying back. I know there's some outlets like to say some crazy things in this FSU world. I'm not saying we're back. So whoever's saying Lying. that we're back, let the, yeah, let ask them that question. Um, I do think the team has turned a corner and I think we're in the best position we've been in for the last five years. I think that's a fair statement. I, are we back? No, man. Back is back is winning every year. Back back is dominating. We're not dominating yet. Back would have well, no, even one game would not have been back. I would say no. if we were back, we beat LSU by thirty because that's really what we should, you know, like that's back, right? We're not doing that just yet. Um, the Louisville game. I have some takeaways from this weekend, Richie, that I want to talk about with some of the some of the games that happened, some of the things that happened. I talked about this, and I don't know if you were on the the spaces on Friday, but I talked about some things that I wanted to see that I was very interested in and kind of how they impacted uh, Florida State going forward. The first of those was the Louisville game. And so we'll talk about this, and then I'll go through the rest of my thoughts. And if you have any big takeaways, go ahead. But um, I thought you saw a Louisville team that fought and knew that their backs were against the wall because they are going to play a really good Florida State team next week. I would say that. I think Florida State's a really good team this year. I think they could really be close to rank today. And if they beat Louisville, they will be ranked. And so I think that Louisville went into that game and fought like crazy. I didn't come away from that game thinking that Louisville is is any is much more tougher than I thought before. Or that game's going to be way more difficult. I kind of came out of that game thinking, hey, it's all about limiting Cunningham. And if you limit Cunningham, you'll be in really, really good shape. I thought Louisville's defense looked good at times. They did hold UCF to 14 points. Um, and so I think that that is something that we kind of need to be prepared for. But I like Florida State's offense more than I like UCF's. I like Jordan Travis more than I like Plumley. I like our offensive line, our wider. I like every position group better at Florida State. So I still expect Florida State to get this win. I don't think it's going to be a walk in the park. We told you before that I thought that the Louisville game was going to be tougher than the LSU game. Florida State was really running away with that LSU game until they let them creep back in it. I don't know that Florida State does the same thing in this one. I don't know that we run away with it. We'll preview it more in depth, but I came out of that Louisville game thinking, okay, this team does have the ability to show a pulse. They do have the ability to come out and fight hard and work hard to, to get a win on the road in a tough place to play. UCF's lost two, well, now three, home games in the last four or five years there. So I think that it showed that Louisville is not just going to be a walkthrough, but I still feel good about the win. What were your thoughts after the Louisville game on Friday night? Yeah, it was just such a long week, TJ. I wanted to actually go to the game. My wife is a UCF alum and has not actually been to a game at the bounce house, so we, we really wanted to, um, but just couldn't. It was just such a long week. But watching the game, man, I thought watching that game, Florida State should dominate Louisville in the trenches, and that's where games are won, right? Malik Cunningham is a phenomenal athlete. He's going to be a problem, right? You you have to contain that man. But in the trenches, I thought UCF did almost whatever they wanted for the most part, uh, especially on defense, right? That that Louisville offensive line is not good. Florida State's offensive line is a or defense line is a lot better than Louisville's defensive line. I picked this game as a loss heading into in our season preview. I might change my tune on Wednesday a little bit. And, uh, you know, like our our guy said earlier, I'm not trying to get over skis a little too much right now, but 
Louisville is just not impressive. 27 points in two weeks. I mean, that's that's not good against Syracuse and UCF. I mean, they're not playing Clemson and NC State, right? That, that's just, I'm just, I don't think Malik Cunningham has the receivers that he's had in the previous years, right? That he can just, you know, throw the ball to. Uh, but he can still run the ball, man. We saw it. he won the game with his legs, and yeah. that's kind of what I expected. Um, I did think Louisville would bounce back and beat UCF, and I, I'm not surprised at it, but UCF had every chance to win that game as well. I think as a Florida State fan watching this game, you, you probably feel a little better about this Louisville game than you did, even though they won the game, in my opinion. Yeah, nothing Louisville did shocked me, surprised me, makes me think they're going to be tougher. I think it's about containing Cunningham, right? If not for his pretty great, talented, very athletic 45-yard, 44-yard, I think, touchdown um, to take the lead, they lose that game. And so, um, you know, the defense held UCF. I think that you've got to play smart and not make mistakes. There are athletes on that team. We like to give Brownlee a hard time. I thought he had a pretty good game. I I like our weapons better than UCF, so we'll see what that looks like. But um, – yeah, I we'll go into a much deeper breakdown. We'll get somebody on from the Louisville beat and we'll talk to them. Yeah. But uh, I do feel good about that. All right, let's not give the background too hard. If you want a better background, you got to uh, – first of all, Richie just is so great, but um, he makes my background look bad. It's better than the Elsa Castle that used to be back there, <laughs> but I am working on upgrading the background. If you want the background upgraded, you can hit the Super Chat um, and, and donate to the background. The, the Super Chat is a, a background upgrade for, for all of us. I don't know how we're going to upgrade Richie's, which is fantastic, but uh, – I'll try my best on my end. If you're watching, if you're listening, hit the subscribe button, hit the share button. Subscribe is right under Richie. If you're on your mobile device, you have to swipe down on the chat and the subscribe is right there. We've seen really good growth on the channel. We're going to continue to try and bring you guys cool content and do a lot of fun stuff. So appreciate you guys that tune in and join us and, uh, and enjoy what we do. I want to give one more shout out. And then I want to talk about some other games um, that I had some takeaways from. And then we'll get out of here. Um, quick shout out to Garnet and Gold. Garnet and Gold is the absolute best. I believe they sold out of those white helmets. And so hopefully you guys were using code. I got my order in, by the way. My man. I got the mini. I got the mini. <laughs> hopefully you were using your code N-O-S-L-A-W, no slaw. You can save 15% on your Garnet and Gold order if you use code no slaw. Hey, not only do they have those cool white helmets that we saw this week, they also give back to our athletes, our student athletes. Some news dropped this week with the Fanatics jerseys that sell for $140. The athletes get like three, four bucks out of that. When you buy a Garnet and Gold product, not only do they get 25% of that, which on a $35 shirt, 25% works out to between eight and nine bucks. They also get a 14% royalty from the manufacturer, from the distributor. Garnet and Gold takes care of our athletes. I'm not telling you not to buy the Fanatics jerseys. You do with, with that what you want. But Garnet and Gold absolutely takes care of our athletes. You know that that uh, retail and merchandise margins are paper thin anyway. They're going above and beyond to give that back to the athletes. So shout out, uh, shout out Garnet and Gold. Again, N-O-S-L-A-W, no slaw at checkout for 15% off. You don't even have to like us. You can be hate watching this episode. <laughs> and if you want Garnet and Gold stuff, they don't tell us who orders with our code. N-O-S-L-A-W at <laughs> checkout. Shane, my man. Hey, next Love week it. we're gonna we're gonna have the super chat sound up. I know that we, we're we're struggling with we don't have that yet. So this is a new thing for us. The fan base certainly won with an upset in College Station. Okay, that's my net. That I don't know. If, 
I don't, Shane, I don't know if you were in the pre-production meetings or in like if you got access to my <laughs> Apple Cloud. That's what we're talking about next. So other games that I think had an impact on Florida State this year. Hakeem Williams might have been watching that game. Yeah. 186 total yards of offense. So the rest okay. of the games that we're going to talk about, those teams are on Florida State's schedule. Okay. We're going to talk about two games that weren't on Florida State's schedule. Also, listen, you didn't super chat this, F-F-O-N-H-D, but uh, I can't say this out loud. I got in trouble for saying it one time, but you can you can say it. <laughs> it's the way I said it, but yeah, don't – robbery. Okay. Um, Hakeem Williams, which I talked about a little bit on the spaces. I talked a little bit about, I think, on Friday as well. So both the last couple spaces. We haven't talked about him on here. Absolutely, from all reports, not just me, not just other things – all reports, my man was loving life, had a heck of a time in New Orleans. Really, really, really good stuff. Um, coming out of that unofficial visit where he visited Florida State um, at the Superdome to watch the Knolls win. If that wasn't good enough for FSU, the two teams that are in it with FSU for Florida State, for Hiking Williams, I'm sorry, are Pittsburgh and Texas A&M, right? A&M goes out, and he was at Pittsburgh. Which was a good atmosphere. That game was fun. Like they lost. You'd rather him see a loss, especially coming off seeing us win. But you'd ra- Pittsburgh blew it, right? Like Tennessee. I thought Tennessee was the better game, team that entire game. But Pittsburgh lo- loses. Hiking Williams is there, and if he's checking the score of the A and M game on his phone, and he sees that through two games A and M has what twenty something points. Yes. No, no, they they did they they did beat. Uh, I'm sorry, they did beat. Uh, School of the Death Blind, whoever they beat last week. But to lose, yeah, to to lose to to Appalachian State, that's got to be a good thing for Florida State, right? I mean, I think Florida State was already in the driver's seat for Hakeem Williams for his decision that's coming up in about a week and a half. I think he announces on the 23rd. I actually think he visits A&M that next day. But I think that Florida State's in a really good position for Hakeem Williams. But if nothing else, yesterday's results had to make you feel a little bit more confident, right? A&M, their offense is anemic. Like, they're on life support. Is that is that where Hakeem Williams is going to go play football? A five-star wide receiver? Yeah, I don't TJ, know. I thought that was pretty big. TJ, this is an offense that had 186 total yards in the game against a group of five school. Uh, Haynes King was 13 for 20 for 97 yards, 4.9 yards an attempt. That is terrible. Uh, so yeah, if, if Hakeem Williams was watching or at least updating his app while he was in Heinz field or not Heinz field anymore, whatever they call it nowadays, but man, that, that yesterday could not have gotten better for Florida state. Again, the title, did we win the bye week I think we did because recruiting is the lifeblood of any program. Mike Norvell has done a phenomenal job in the portal, getting guys in here to help upgrade this roster. But eventually it's like Newberg always says, right? You, you you're living paycheck to paycheck when you're in the portal. But once you start recruiting these players, getting them in, these high-end players, developing them, and you know who else won the bye week? I think is Ron Dugans, right? Because he's a guy that that he's a guy that has had some trouble. Um, but man, it, what a phenomenal week for Florida State! And uh, when specifically talking about Hakeem Williams, yeah, if he was at Pitt again, like you said, TJ. Great atmosphere. Tennessee wins in overtime. Um, but again, he's going to go back and look at that A&M and A&M, it seemed to be the, our main competition, right? For hiking. Uh, I don't think Pittsburgh is really that much of a threat. I think they're, he's definitely interested in them, but I think it's Florida state and A&M. And after these last two weeks, he was at 
FSU, LSU. He he saw the results of A and App State. I, if I had a crystal ball, I would put him for Florida State to commit on September twenty uh, third. Yeah, I don't know how it ends up. I don't know where he ends up signing, but I feel good about where Florida State is now. Like, I feel good about where Florida State is for this commitment. If he picks somebody else, if he picks AM or if he picks Pittsburgh, I think Florida State's going to stay in it. I think you're going to still get that visit out of him at the end of the year for the UF game, which will bode really, really well for Florida State because I do think we're going to beat them. We'll talk about their game in just a minute. But I feel good about where Florida State's at right now, and yesterday's results certainly helped to boost my confidence there. Um, speaking of confidence there that's not even a, a really really good transition but i want to give I, I actually have one more shout out i lied to you a little bit earlier i want to throw his logo up here on the screen it's underneath me it's salomone digital marketing uh, my guy tj salomone i don't have anything to plug i don't have anything to push for him he's not asking you to sign up he's not asking you to donate money or buy gummies or gear or anything else like that or shop for double fries no slaw at guthrie's my man just does a lot of NIL deals with athletes. He's got a couple more in the works right now. He's worked with both AJ Duffy and Jordan Travis, and he's got other stuff that's happening. If you could, shoot him a follow on Twitter. It's TJ Salomone um, on Twitter. It's Salomone Digital Marketing on there as well. We, we have it linked in the notes. We have all of that info there. But my man does a great, great job giving back to not only our boosters, but our NIL efforts. And we want to give him a quick plug, quick shout out as well. So I'll leave his. Um, I'll leave his logo up for the rest of the show so that you guys can see that and you guys can go follow him. Click on his website, go give him some traffic and uh, give back to the people that are giving back to FSU. Um, some other games, Richie, that I thought were interesting. I was worried or I was very much wondering about Wake against Vandy. I don't think Vandy's a good team. I, I don't, don't think they're great at all. But I thought Vandy's offense looked pretty good. Wanted to kind of see what that final score looked like. And, uh, you know, Wake was impressive. Wake, you know, kind of dominated throughout. But they did give up 25 points to Vandy. That's about what the over-under said it was going to be. Like, the over-under was kind of a projected 40-27. to 27. It finished 45-25. to 25. Pretty close, right? They gave up three touchdowns to Vandy. Um, I like seeing that. I think that if Vandy can score 25 on them, there's no reason that we can't bump that up to, like, 35. And I feel good about our defense being able to hold them under 35. Just just quick reaction stuff, just to kind of you know set the stage here for for this next little segment. Um, BC dropped another game to Virginia Tech. If you weren't confident about the BC game after them losing to Rutgers, you should be now. Virginia Tech is not good either, and they just pummeled BC 27 to 10 final. You could see some BC guys starting to check out and and thinking about the NFL. Um, if things continue to go the wrong way for them while we play Louisville, BC plays Maine. So they do kind of have a, an off week an easy week should get a win. I, I do think that they would Maine would lose to Rutgers, but the BC game, you got to get up and play. You can't have a, you, you can't have a, a fall asleep thing because there is a lot of talent, especially out at wide receiver there. But I think that one is one that I feel pretty confident about and continue to feel confident about Syracuse is one that kind of continues to be on my mind. I mean, they were 23 point favorites yesterday against UConn. They ended up winning 48 to 14. I know that UConn's not good, but they demolished that spread. Schrader went 20 for 23. I think that Syracuse game might be tougher than what we wanted it to be. We'll yeah. see. <laughs> I, I hopefully that, 
hopefully that doesn't continue to trend that way. Syracuse has a tough road as well. I don't think that they're just kind of like easy all the way. They play Purdue this weekend. Then they play Virginia. They've got an easy one against Wagner, and then they have a tough, tough stretch of NC State, Clemson, Notre Dame, Pitt, and then us. Could be pretty beat up going through that stretch of, again, North Carolina State, Clemson, Notre Dame, Pittsburgh, and then playing Tallahassee. Uh, are playing in Syracuse against the team from Tallahassee. Let's say it better that way. So the Syracuse game is one that I kind of watched on. And then the only other two, I thought I thought our rivals were interesting. I thought Miami stunk for most of the game against Southern Miss. Eventually their athletes did take over, but that first half was abysmal. There's no fan support down there still. Uh, Mario hasn't rejuvenated the fan base anywhere else except for on social media. Um, you know, we talked about the AM loss as well. I think that's going to be just a crap game next week. Although sometimes when two bad teams play each other, the game ends up being pretty good. So Miami didn't capitalize on a, on a great opportunity to, to really make a statement against Southern Miss. They end up winning by a lot and kind of winning going away. But Southern Miss had a lot of opportunities to, to stay in that game and just the talent gap couldn't, couldn't get it done. And Florida losing to, um, I'm sure that's where we'll spend the most of our time here, Richie. But Florida losing last night was really what put the uh, cherry on top of a great, great Saturday. Um, the Shout out to – I feel like a jerk for this. Shout out to Anthony Richardson for throwing his first touchdown of the uh, season. <laughs> uh, I know it was to the other team, but still, touchdowns are touchdowns. Um, and uh, we we appreciate uh, his efforts there. Team looked terrible. Um the defensive line is awful. Their offensive line is awful. Their wide receivers can't catch a thing. I do think Richardson will have much better games than that throughout the year. But, man, he looked just brutal um, yesterday. Um, their defense really wasn't that bad, minus Richardson's two. You know, they got they got 14 points off of turnovers, minus those two. I, I thought Florida's defense was pretty good against an okay Kentucky offense. But, uh, yeah, that Florida game I think was – was was beautiful to watch and it makes me more confident that we are going to beat them um the day after thanksgiving in tallahassee so all right i've been going forever i don't know if you have any big highlights on any of those games that we just went through or you just want to go to florida but whatever you want to do man i'll shut up for a minute yeah i, I think this weekend also showed tj that the acc is not great this year right clemson only scored 35 points against Furman. granted they were very vanilla it is what it is miami struggling pit losing to tennessee NC State did what they should have done to Charleston Southern. Um, Sam Hartman's back earlier than any of us thought, right? And I picked this as a win before the Sam Hartman news dropped. So I, I still feel good about that. I, I do think the defense for Florida State has to, you know, take a step up because the, the defense we saw against LSU, especially, well, really only like the last three drives, that's not going to get it done this year. The From the end of the first quarter to midway through the third quarter, that defense will win you a lot of football games. North Carolina, we don't play them this year, but my goodness, 35-28 Georgia State. How does that happen? Yeah. Virginia can't even get in the end zone against Illinois. And the ACC, I think, is down bad this year. This is a good year for Florida State if things come together. And we got to stay healthy on the offensive line. Um, I don't know if we've mentioned Bless Harris out for the season. Uh, wish him nothing but the best. Get him back in the, for next year. But, yeah, th this could be a year for Florida State in the schedule setting up. TJ, I, I know you're going to be in Tallahassee for the Clemson game. Is is Kirk Herbstreet, Lee Corso, and uh, Pat McAfee, and all of them coming down there for that one? Because my goodness, uh, I'm going to be in Louisville for a bachelor party. Unfortunately, you're going to be hating but, life if I'm at game day. Oh I mean, my Louisville's goodness, awesome, but, but. <laughs> yeah, when if Florida State just takes care of business, I I don't think we'll be an underdog until we play NC State. Yeah, Even no, then we may not be. 
Yeah, and I think you could even drop a game, right, as long as it's to yeah. the right team. I think that you need – so to me, to get game day, you got to beat Louisville. You got to beat Boston yeah. College. And then you could drop to Wake, but then I think you need to beat NC State, right? And and I think if Not it happened – yeah. I think if it happened the reverse order, like if if you lose at NC State, because Clemson's just that very next week, I don't think – that they'll go to a place where you just lost. I mean, it's possible, right? I think it's yeah. possible, but I, I just I think that recency bias matters so much with game day. So I almost think you need to now. Obviously, if you go undefeated, game day will absolutely be there. Um, if you're it. six and zero, oh, game day is coming. So let's just do that. I think you you know there's also the chance you could lose this game to Louisville this week and then beat BC Wake and NC State, and I think you'd get game day that way too. That's it. I don't want to lose to Louisville. Like if, if you had to give me one of these ones to lose, got to beat Louisville. Yeah. Got to. I, you got to lose to a good team, right? Don't lose to a crap. So yeah, we're not, we're, we might be getting a little bit ahead of ourselves here, but I think that there's a, there's an outside chance that game day comes. You need to take care of business, right? You need to get to four and oh, and then you just got to split one of the next two. That's all I'd care about at that point, right? Split one of the next two and get me to five and one. I don't care who it's against. I don't care how it looks. I, I'll take, if I offered you this right now, a 14-point a loss to Wake, but you go into Raleigh and win and get game day. you take that, right? 100%. Yeah. I'd take it without a doubt. You'd like I, to win them both, not, but you definitely take I don't want to lose to Wake, but, no. but I'd take that in a heartbeat. Because I, <laughs> I think that NC State and Clemson are going to beat Wake. So maybe you'd have an outside chance to get to Charlotte. Yeah. And the schedule's not good that week. You have uh, Alabama at Tennessee. Um if Penn State, unranked Penn State at Michigan, there's not a lot of games. I guess the one that you got to keep an eye on is USC at Utah, 10 versus 13 in current rankings. But I think one of those two will drop a game between now and then. Yeah. But yeah, Florida State does what they should do, what I hope they do if they continue to the growth, right? Because they've lost games they shouldn't have lost. It happened in Jimbo year 2012, the NC State. You know, that was a bad loss, the EJ Spinsack. But my goodness, man, if if Florida State is undefeated heading into that Clemson game, or like you said, with one loss, and it may have been Wake Forest, but you beat NC State, man, it, Tallahassee is going to be electric, and I'm devastated I will not be there for that one. Yeah, should be a lot of fun. Um, the, the one team I didn't mention that is on the schedule and, and that I think we need to kind of like pay a little bit of attention to is NC State. Somebody, Some folks are mentioning it here. I don't think that I'm as scared of them as I was. I'm no. most scared about that game being in Raleigh <laughs> more than anything else. They played Charleston Southern yesterday. They won big, you know, but I don't think that they're super impressive. Again, East Carolina took them to the wire. Uh, they play Texas Tech this weekend. I think that one will be a lot of fun. I think that we'll kind of find out a little bit more about them. And then they have a pretty crappy game and then they play Clemson. Right. And so they play Clemson right before they play us. I think that both the Texas tech and the Clemson games are going to tell us a lot. And then we'll kind of go from there. Um, see, see kind of what happens again. If you're watching, if you're listening, smash that subscribe button, hit the like button, the thumbs up, leave us a comment, utilize the super chat and we'll make sure you read your comment on air. Hey, Next time we do a show, which will be Wednesday night, we will have Super Chat sounds ready to go. So sorry that we don't have it today, but help upgrade this background and hit that Super Chat as well. <laughs> um, Richie, I don't have a ton else, um, but I do want to do a quick around the horn, and then we can talk any NFL you want. Maybe we can make some NFL predictions and, and get out of here. Um, unless I'm missing something massively, then just send me a private chat and see uh, – 
see if I can go back to it. But wanted to give a quick update on how I kind of how we kind of saw things shaking out after the um, after the weekend of college football that was, and then we'll uh, we'll kind of get out of here. Quick around the horn, our volleyball team is off to a fantastic start. At uh, they had a five and zero win streak. They uh, dropped a game to a ranked team this week, but our volleyball team is doing really well. Golf and soccer also. Golf had a great, great uh, showing at uh, the um, – they're out in Arizona in a tournament, and then soccer still undefeated. Soccer hasn't lost a the game. They play in Houston today. Um, so shout out all of the other programs. You can catch more info there at doublefriesnoslaw.com. Mike Ferguson does a great job updating over there. ACC is definitely winnable. Yeah, I'm seeing some comments in the chat. There's no reason that the ACC is not winnable. I think that Clemson didn't didn't really impress yesterday against Furman. They were they were certainly struggling. So, okay, Richie, NFL. I see you with your your Brady jersey on. I was chatting with Deckerhoff the other day. He's excited to call the game tonight. I'm definitely turning down the 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 TV and turning him up. But uh, oh yeah, what are the you know what are you know. I know. Can you not be a homer and tell like? Do you really? Do you think the Bucks are making the Super Bowl here, or who, who's your who's your like Super Bowl matchup right now? I mean, after watching the Rams the other night, my goodness, that was bad. Um, no, I, I think it's going to be the you know the Bucks, Packers, Rams. I, I think that's what you're looking for in the NFC. We'll see what happens. You know, I, I Brady. You know, I don't pay attention to all the rumors. My wife keeps me up to date. Like Giselle's not living with him anymore. Whatever it may be. I think a pissed off Tom Brady on a football field is a great thing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, I expect to make the playoffs. I, I expect to win the division. I, I do think the Saints are going to be tough. Uh, I think they're going to be really good. Uh, my wife's got her Jameis Winston Saints jersey on right now. She's excited for the game. There you go, Lindsay. Um, yeah, but I, I'm excited, man. I, I No expectations for the season. I don't think it's a – no way is, is this Super Bowl or bust, right? Like, get to the playoffs and see what happens. And I think that's the mentality that any Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan should have. I'm excited. I, I love that Tom Brady's back. I love the pieces we have around. I, I can't wait to, it's going to feel weird. Like seeing Tom Brady throw a touchdown to Julio Jones tonight uh, in Dallas. That's just weird to me, but I, I do think we beat Dallas today and we'll see what happens. I, I I'm excited for the NFL season. Like red zone is fired up out there in the living room and I cannot wait, but yeah, I'm not saying we're on the Super Bowl. I, I do think we make the playoffs and we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, I don't like when people say outlandish things, but I got the Saints going 20 and 0 and Jameis winning comeback <laughs> player of the year and MVP. So I would love you know, that. I would I, love that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, you know, you, you got your Super Bowl two years ago. So yeah, I think the Saints will have a good year. I think the Bucks will have a good year. I could see, I think the Bucs are gonna win the division by one game, but I think the Saints schedule sets up really, really well for them to start out like four and one or five and zero oh even. Yeah. And Falcons the Bucks say, sometimes the Bucs sometimes kind of start a little slow. So I could see the Saints getting a little bit of a lead in that division, and then the Bucs like roaring back. The Bucs have a tough one to open it up. They got to go to the Dome. They got the Packers. They've got Dallas tonight. The 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 Falcon, I'm sorry, the Saints open up a little easier. So I could see the Saints jumping out. Can they hold on to the division lead late? Can they stay healthy? Obviously, Jameis' health coming off the injury is, is something everyone will watch. So I don't know. I've got the Bucs winning the division by one. Super Bowl, I, I I don't know, man. I, I think you could no. see the Bucs get there. I think the Saints are a dark horse. I think the Rams will put it together and they'll figure it out by the end yeah. of the year. I, I'm I the Packers are probably the team I'm least confident in that in that foursome. Um, I don't really see anybody else challenging. I mean, Dallas has got talent, but they always find a way to screw it up. So I'll never predict them to do well. On the other side, I mean it's Chiefs and Bills. You know, I think yeah. you know, you 
I think this might be the years to build. I'm pumped. I'm, I'm going to that Chiefs-Bucks game in Tampa, and I cannot wait for that one. That's on a Sunday night electric. Yeah. So Chiefs, Bills on that side, Bucks, Rams, outside shot of the Saints, maybe the Packers if Aaron Rodgers goes off, but I think you kind of know. And we'll see. There's always like a surprise team that you weren't expecting. So we'll see if the Ravens can make some noise. Um, I don't know. That's probably about it. I, I who okay, if so it wasn't Baltimore. If, <laughs> my goodness. Yeah. If there was one other team that could maybe make, I mean, you know, the the Bengals, maybe, you know, they they yeah. had a good year last year. Can they get Super hot again? I don't really I'm, in, I'm intrigued. I know we have a lot of Dolphins fans. I, I'm really intrigued to see what the Dolphins do this year because they're the typical eight and eight team. I guess it'd be, now be like nine and eight, eight and nine with 17 games. I hate this. But I, I'm excited to see the Dolphins. Tua with, with Tyree Kill, they could they could surprise some people. I'm, I'm excited. Man, the NFL is back, baby. That's all I'm saying. And NFL is back. I hate the 17 games, but with the with the 17 games, it's really easy to get to 10 wins now. Like I think the yeah. Dolphins could get to 10 wins. Um, you you they're the 10 games and not make the playoffs. Yeah, you, they're the perennial eight and eight team, like you said. And so, well, now that makes them nine and eight, right? So you just got to win one more above, right? You just got to win one more than you're supposed to. Um, Richie, you got any shout outs or anything before we get out of here? Kind of a quick show today. Again, if you're watching, if you're listening, hit that subscribe button that's over there under Richie, um, under the Gramco ad there. Um, smash subscribe. Let's hang out. We got some fun stuff coming for you guys this week in the in the weeks ahead. We'll do a preview show on Wednesday night against Louisville. But, Richie, what shout-outs you got? I want to shout-out two of my buddies, TJ Corman, Jerome Touchstone. They both played on the App State team that beat Michigan. And I, I was messaging them yesterday. They were ecstatic with that win over a and I love Jimbo, but I, I had loved that win for App State. So shout-out my, my couple App State buddies that actually played there and beat Michigan. Again, so shout-out for that alone. Yeah, that's really cool. I don't have that cool of a shout-out. Uh Shout out the the team here. Um, you know, we had a fantastic time in New Orleans. Both you and Harlan were out there. My guy Brian was out there. Helps with a lot of graphics. Mike Ferguson, uh, Ed Kennedy, uh, Mike Settle, Sean helps us with some website stuff. You guys are all great. Appreciate the team and uh, working with you guys. Um, I don't think I have much else. Shout out the uh, the goat, Jameis Winston, and uh, let's go get a win on Friday night, man. We'll be back on Friday again if you're watching. Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. We're back on Wednesday. I'll probably do a quick spaces at some point tomorrow. Talk about the depth chart when it's released. I feel good about where FSU's at from an injury perspective unless there have been any setbacks. Going to have a fun couple of weeks here, Noel. So let's get that win on Friday night. Let's get the 3-0. Let's beat BC. And let's get into October, which I've called Hell Month. It's, it's not as worrisome now, but... We'll be back again. Shout out Guthrie's, Gramco, Garnet and Gold, Salomon Digital Marketing for their support. And until next time, go Knowles.